Initializing recap. It's kind of confusing when you turn around. Merrick, without a doubt, you know it's Azen. Yeah, of course. But it doesn't really look like him. I'm here for one of those. And he leaps up, turns his fist into that silver blade, slices one of those nets, and scoops one of those blue orbs, and drops down and has it under his arm. What was the glowy thing? Yeah, what was the glowy thing? It is what we call the Waters of Kaya. It is a powerful hallucinogen that allows a deep introspection into your psyche. When you search Trunt, you get a website for Trunt's exquisite janitorial services. Uh, is there a reviews area like on Space Google? Uh, Cody's going to give him five stars and say, it's Cody. It's about Alpha. Please contact me. <laughs> Anything you could tell me. I would love an opportunity to come with you and uh, maybe find my people. But what if there's no one left? People, they survive in the nightmare situation where you can't find someone like that. What you can find are their stories, their history, and that can be satisfying. Patience, it's good to see you. Can we talk? I told myself I would not return to bloodshed. Feels a little too familiar, doesn't it? Almost like it's easy. And it is. For people like you and I, it is something that we can always turn back to. If you wish to change, you should stay behind. You should let Cody and Merrick travel on their own. You are a killer, Durin. And sometimes, things need to be killed. Uh, another easy question. What do we call him, this bad boy? All right, my suggestion is persistence. I like persistence a lot. Yeah, I also do. Because it's... That's what we're going to have to be to achieve our goals, is persistent. Cody, you take your seat behind the wheel. Merrick, you take your seat in the captain's chair. Durin, you feel short jack at your side at the engineering station. And you fire up the engines. For the first time, the persistence takes flight. Recap complete. Welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Boys, I've got two questions for you. First, are you ready to rock? I'm in the cockpit rocking out as we speak, so yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, go into the dad bar and listen to Springsteen right now. Let's rock. <laughs> Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Now, more importantly, are you ready to roll? I, I That one I'm unsure about because if we don't roll, maybe we don't crash the ship. That's fair. That's a good point. It would be such such powerful energy if you guys fucked this ship up the second I gave it to you. (laughs) Darren, don't touch a dice. No offense. (laughs) None none taken. The more we give him shit about fucking it up, the more likely it is that we're going to fuck it up. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 100%. I I know Terry's sitting there like relishing every shitty thing we say. Oh, I can't wait. We're going to have the like an ear splittingly loud. "Ah," When we finally, when I crash into a fucking asteroid or something. (laughs) So I didn't discuss it uh, last episode because we were doing things with emotions. But the way I'm doing crew stuff, I'm going to be stealing from, you know, things like Mass Effect stuff. So crew 
is going to give you passive bonuses or like bonuses uh, for having them aboard. So because you guys now have uh, short check on board, um, the way his uh, traits are going to work, and that's how I'm going to operate it. Uh, everyone's going to have a trait and a flaw, um, and they will have bonuses and penalties to it. So with um, short check, you have an extra set of hands. So what that means is once a day, you are able to roll an engineering check while aboard the ship twice and take the better result. However, his flaw is that he is inexperienced and there is a 25% chance that it will not work. That the, every uh, engineering check? No, no, no. If you choose to use his roll twice, there is a 25% chance that even if you roll like a nat 20, his inexperience will fuck it up. Interesting. Okay, and so it, and it, does that mean there's a 25% chance that we're not able to use the second roll? Or no, no, no. Or anytime we use the second roll? No. So, okay. <laughs> You're rolling an engineering check. Uh, you goof it. Uh, you know, maybe Durham rolls a one while he's trying to jump into the drift. <laughs> You're like, okay, great. Rude. We're actually going to use Short Jack's ability. You get to re-roll it. But when you re-roll, there's a 25% chance that no matter what that second roll is, it's going to count as a failure. Okay. And also because you have a tech workshop, there will be periods in time in which Short Jack will give you items. Hell yeah. Oh, is he a crafty boy? Um, Yeah. Yeah, like he will use it to make to make stuff. Amazing. But that being said, you guys are kind of just flying through space. I don't think you have a destination per se, unless you guys want to tell me. As you guys take off from Goa uh, and all your systems come back online and you now are operating a ship that has communication capabilities, you get a notification that someone is trying to contact you. Cody instantly looks for the captain. Do we have any information on who or where it's coming from? The cube. Oh, oh. fuck. This um, can't be good, right? No. Is this like Facebook? Like, If we open it, will they know we open it? <laughs> um, it is an <laughs> active call. Like, someone is calling you right now. Darren, is this your girlfriend? Could this be Thimble? <sighs> Are you guys dating? Uh, that that's, that's a very long story and very complicated. Uh, Damn, Darren, you got a girlfriend? She's very it's, cute. She's very nice. It's very complicated. Anyway. Um, One missed call. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's it from? Can we call them back? Do we see um, a number? Why are you so scared of her, Duren, if you're dating her? Well, we kind of left the cube a little fucked, didn't we? But when I met her, you were terrified. The call begins again. Someone else. There's a, there's a, uh, a the, the thing starts going off again. Accept the call. I accept the call. Yep, it uh, it buzzes for a second and the screen is blank. And then you hear, oh, shit, uh, hello, hello? And Thimble appears in the screen and she says, oh my God, you guys are alive? You're okay? It is your girlfriend, Dern. Um, uh, Dern, Dern, are you okay? Uh, I'm doing okay. How about you? How's everything over there? I mean, fucked, but- okay. But like everything is 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 better. Like we're not under attack anymore. Um, it kind of all stopped when you guys left. She looks so relieved to see all of you, and she's. I've been trying to call you every day around this time for days, and when you guys left, you left a lot of your ship behind. I was certain you were dead. 
We managed to pull together. I believe by shit, she means most of our spaceship that yep. Durham blew up as we <laughs> entered the drift. Hey, I it, mean, in Durham's defense, it wasn't really a blow up. It was more of a tear. Yeah, I mean, it got us away, right? That's We got to safety. You know, that's, that's, that's a win. All that matters is that you guys are okay. I, Guys, the, the situation for you is not good. They think, okay, are you guys ready for kind of an info dump? Um, yeah, well, I guess. Yeah. yeah. We've got nothing else going on, and Short Jack here could use a refresher under the bullshit we're Oh, in. by the way, this by is Short Jack. Meet Short Jack. Hi, Short Jack. Short Jack leans over to you slowly, Dern, and he's like, damn, man, she's a babe. Cody's like nodding. She blushes a little, and she's like, um, so as of right now, the Federation is teetering on the war with Sonona. Well, that's not good. I mean, it gets worse. So not only is the Sononan Empire kind of like on the brink of war with the Federation, um, they think you guys are saboteurs working with Sononan. Can I stop you there for one quick moment? I mean, you have, so yes. Captain, do you know, is he... Oh, Victor. Um, there, There's no sign of him. It didn't look good. The last security footage I saw, he took a couple shots and wasn't wasn't in the best position, especially because he was, yeah, he, I don't know, but no one found his body and no one captured him. The others, like Quip, Query, Satir? They all got shipped off to Cherillus. They're al- alive. Yeah, I mean, yes, they're in, you know, essentially hell in planet form, but yeah, they are alive. And look, I'm, I'm giving you a lot of bad news. Good news is I've been tinkering with the footage that everyone is using to make it look like you attack the cube. And when you do, when anytime you edit it or or try to reverse the footage or anything like that, it corrupts automatically, which you think would be enough to, to raise suspicion. But they think it's it's something that you guys did or or something. I don't know what their rationale is, but I was able to get past that initial corruption. And I'm just going to show you. And she hits a button, and then the footage of Durin putting the bomb in his mouth, but being reversed and like looking like he's assembling it. She shows you it forward, like unedited. But the second it starts, it like pixelates into almost like an un, like you can't tell what anything is. And then this little eight bit character walks across the screen. And they have this, like, shock of blue hair. And there is, like, a a white... It almost looks like a a wedding veil covering the top half of their face. And they're wearing this, like, white one-piece or, like, onesie sort of, like, jumpsuit situation. And they walk out to the middle of the screen and they wag their finger, like, back and forth. What the... What? What is this? Shortbread. Huh? Yeah, okay. And you feel a cookie get tossed over your head. I catch it. Uh, roll me a sleight of hand. <laughs> oh, hell Not yeah. It's a 19 on the die right there. Fuck it, man. You just snatch it. I think this is what you and Short Jack have been kind of practicing. Yeah, it seems like this is a Technomancer's calling card. And it is layers deep. Like, I was able to... It, it took a lot of work to get through that first initial corruption only to get hit with another wall. And this is kind of, this is deep. 
this is some of the best technomancy I've ever seen. And this is them taunting us. That calling card, they laugh thimble. Can you figure out who it is? Are they famous? Way ahead of you, Merrick. I was able to pull some strings, talk to some people, and it belongs to a technomancer by the name of Vale. And yes, that is V3 exclamation mark L. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I hate is it that a so capital much. O or a lowercase L? It's all capital. I'm doing a capital because okay. otherwise it just looks like... It looks like nonsense. Yeah. And she looks at you and she says, I've, I've been doing a lot of digging and... Those are the two big pieces of information. Well, sorry, that's the first big piece of information. Uh, first, Vale, for whatever reason, had a dog in this fight, and I don't know why, but if you can find whoever that is, you might be able to reverse this footage and clear your name by showing the unedited stuff and showing that they did, in fact, alter footage for a cause. Well, I guess my question to that would be, is anyone over there even willing to give that a listen? There are members of the Blades who know that you didn't kill them. And there's a man named Angene who is going to bat for you guys. There's there's a lot of people who you've helped on the cube who know that this isn't who you are. Yeah, you have some support. It's not much. And it's not kind of the people that you need where you need them. But there's enough. And if with... With this footage, if we can get Vale to undo whatever they've done, you might have a chance. Any idea where to find this Vale? And she smiles and she says, oh yeah, I pulled even more strings. I'm running out of strings at this point. But their last known location was on Surth. And uh, Merrick, you actually did a roll ages ago before. Is it, it's the place Captain had mentioned to us? Yes. You know that uh, Victor Benson has a, like, long-time friend who lives on Surf, but that's kind of like all you know about it. Okay, I don't know their name? No. And uh, refresh me, Dan, which planet is Surf? Like, what do I know about that planet as a whole? Um, I will say you guys know, you and Dern specifically know that Surf is kind of the anti-cube, whereas the cube was sort of like Earth's chance for redemption, and humans you know, mankind's attempts to correct their wrongs. Surf was all the people who were like, we did nothing wrong. Let's do it again. And it is <laughs> sort of like, just it, it's, it's a lot of like criminals. It's a lot of, uh, mob stuff, a lot of like casinos and nightclubs. It is kind of like space Vegas. Earth to electric boogaloo. Well, oddly you say that because surf is a like, Amalgamation of Second Earth. Uh, oh, hilarious. I like okay. that. So there's a um, high chance I've visited this place before with Asin. That's what you're telling me. You've definitely been here on your tempering, and Dern, you've spent yeah. a lot of time here as well. Okay, okay. Not a place I imagine I want to come back, go back to. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would say this is probably where you fled uh, initially. Okay. After you left the, the grandmother at wars. As I've said, me and Azen have done very good things together, very bad things together, and I would like to say that most of the very bad things happen on Surf. I've never been. I, Or maybe I have. Do you like cards, Cody? <laughs> cards? Cards. Like collectible cards of Rambo and all the big heroes from the 80s? Yeah, there's, yeah you're going to have a fun time, I think. Uh, they probably won't let him in. Do you have an ID? <laughs> 
Well, I mean, like, he'd be really good at counting cards. Oh, because he's, well, I don't well, know. I'm Come not here. very good at counting in general. Yeah, that was sort of, yeah, he's just, that, it's not his fault he's part machine, Durin. <laughs> Cody's just, like, looking at you like, pardon? <laughs> <laughs> Durin um, was being offensive to androids. No, it's Alpha's fault. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, he that dick. Me. Fucking alpha. Uh, you don't say that out loud, I assume. No, I, I don't. I don't. This okay. is me deflecting blame on me from being <laughs> antagonistic. Thimble looks up at a noise on her end. She says, look, I'm I'm taking a big risk talking to you guys. There's one more thing I need you to know. I was trying to pull footage to see what the hell happened when everything went sideways. And all of the footage from Victor's meeting with the administration when you guys came back is gone. Someone has deleted it. So there's okay. somebody on the council or the Federation that is involved in this. I would say, I don't know Federation. Like, there's the only people that were there were there for the administration. The administration. Which is the, the Cube's political system. As of right now, there, there doesn't seem to be any Federation influence because the only Federation influence is that it seems like Sononis Prime has committed an act of war against one of the, their colonies. Thimble, thank you so much for this. Um, you went out of your way for uh, your ex-boyfriend and two people you barely okay, know. Okay, let's let's not put labels on things. Uh, right. Sorry, uh, someone you are semi-romantically oh invested in. Anyway, doesn't matter. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna in, I'm gonna interject real quick before anyone says anything stupid. Thimble, oh shit, someone's coming, and she <laughs> turns the screen off. <laughs> I wish you guys could see my face right now. I'm very upset. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, Cody, uh, I've also never had a long-term romantic partner, so I appreciate uh, Duren's knowledge when it comes to that thing. Yeah, me neither. Maybe we can both find one. Does Azen count? Azen and I have a very fluid relationship, and that's all I'm going to say to that in this moment. Hey, you know what, boys? I think this is an excellent time to introduce a system of star travel that I have that I've stolen from another game called Uncharted Worlds. And that is a system called Cramped Quarters. And it is meant to simulate the bonds and the bad blood that comes with traveling in close spaces with the same people in space over a long period of time. I will let you guys determine your next course of plan. Like your 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 next your next actions, um, and then we are going to get into cramped quarters because I think this is a there's enough here to play with. Um, so what would you guys what would you guys like to do uh, in terms of like charting a course? We just have to go to Surf. Yeah, I don't we just got gunna for Surf. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't see another route. Cool. So yeah, you you put in in Surf. Uh, you Ooh, kill the engines. I, ha- I have a suggestion before we go off. We could yeah. go try and rescue the rest of the crew. We're not going to that prison planet yet. Just making a, just throwing it out there. I will say, Dern, with your experience and your age, you know that the four of you in the ship that you have trying to rescue the crew from Chirillus, which is essentially a active volcano planet with a solid iron fortress that is a prison would be obliterated before you even entered atmosphere. I assume it's like if we got a Volvo and tried to rob a supermax prison. It yeah, would be nice. like you got on a bicycle 
with an air <laughs> horn and yeah were a print approaching a prison that also had like laser cannons trained <laughs> at anything that moved yeah so All like right. if we were hey, was... on a bicycle trying to rob the death star all right so was... let's do it it was just a pitch no i hey i agree let's do it no hey, boys no you tell you me know. where you want to go <laughs> that's a we're going to surf if I get one Captain Veto ever, I'm using it right now. <laughs> Let's go to Surth. I'm gunning it. Cool. Yeah, you guys, uh, the engines die. The warming of the drift drive you can hear behind you as the persistence slams into the drift. And you begin charting your course to Surth. Everyone, please roll me a D20. And don't tell me what you get. Okay. Um, Cody, you know what? Roll me a D4 as well. Oh. <laughs> Ominous. Mm, I hope this is going to go well All for right. everybody. What'd you get? I'm which? You're a D4. Three. Okay. Durin and Merrick, or sorry, Merrick and Cody, what did you receive on your D20s? I got a 14. Okay. I got a two. Oof. So the way this works is when you roll, there are three options. At a 17 and higher, you earn a bond. At a 9 to 16, you learn something about the other person. And with an 8 or lower, you generate... <laughs> oh, no. Are you giving me freedom to gener generate bad blood right now? Essentially, yes. So you guys are going to have to figure out what what this scene looks like where you guys might butt heads, what you think might work in terms of a scene in which, Cody, you reveal something, but Merrick, you get to, you end up getting a penalty for a future role at my choice. So the way this is going to work is when bad blood happens, there's going to be a moment where I will be like, cool, this is where the bad blood is going to take place. And I will impose a penalty. However, when you guys get bonds, you tell me, you will be like, cool, I'm going to use my bond right now. And it's usually going to be a either like a roll twice, take the higher, or a flat bonus on a check that you determine. That's pretty sick. So I have to, like, he learned something about me or I learned something about him? You reveal something about yourself to Merrick. Okay. And Merrick is going to generate bad blood with you. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I'm ready for it. And it doesn't have, like, again, I'm going to stress that it doesn't have to be huge things. Like, this isn't like, oh, Merrick, you are now mortal enemies with Cody. It could be something as simple as, like, Cody ate something out of the fridge that belonged to you, and you're annoyed for a day or a couple hours. Uh, Cody keeps leaving the milk out of the fridge. Yeah, very, very small things. Like, it's meant to simulate what it's like to try, like, essentially mm -hmm. living with roommates, yeah. right? You can generate bad blood. Like, I can be annoyed that you don't close the drawers when you open, yeah. like when you get cutlery, like that can annoy me, but it's not enough for me to like move out yeah. sort of situation. So it's, it's meant to represent that kind of stuff. So think on a smaller scale. In my mind, the two things that would probably happen are either Cody badgering Merrick with regards to either his life or his like book in the kind of the naive way that he would not notice that he's overstepping or maybe combat wise, like if we were sparring, either being like too intense or just like, I don't know, something going wrong there. Those are kind of the two things I think would maybe. Let's do the sparring thing. Okay, great. 
So let's uh, we'll say that you guys have uh, pushed some some of the crates and boxes out of the way in the cargo hold, and you are using it as sort of a makeshift. Uh, sparring arena. You and Merrick have been fighting together for a while now, and you've had moments of triumph with the the successful ambush attack in the Noble Kingdom, um, and you've had moments of spectacular failures. So I think you guys are now trying to iron out like what it's like to fight together instead of falling into luck of like things just working out. So Cody, what what are you looking to reveal to Merrick this time? Or I'll pose it to you. Do you guys want to just role play a scene and see what happens for our first time? I don't know. I'm Co- I'm of both minds. I'm good to go. Let's just rock and see what happens. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 try it out. This is our first time. If it doesn't work, we can we can then like be like, okay, yeah. From now on, we will determine beforehand mm. where we need to go. All right. So, yeah, you guys have pushed the boxes out and this is sort of your first official sparring match between the two of you. Uh, Okay, I think Cody's going to come in hard and fast. I'm probably harder and faster than usual. Cody, with the recklessness to swing, swing, swing. Where's the discipline? It's not always about discipline. Sometimes it's about energy, force, surprise, persistence. Don't use the ship's name to... (laughs) Hit me with your inexperience, all right? Kata over Kata over Kata in the desert sun. Moment over moment. Blister over blister. I feel like Cody's heard you say in the desert sun so many times that he knows that's a good time to get in a cheap shot. Now roll me, roll me an attack roll. Uh, okay, that's pretty damn good. Uh, 15 on the die. I think that I breaks have it equal. That's equal. Plus You're seven. Good. So 22. That hits. I think it's just like, you know, a like solar plexus, like little tap. And Cody's like, You're persistent with the desert sun. And he just like beams. What did that boy teach you, Cody? What boy? The one who made you. Like, you said it's his name. I can't remember. Cody's face like drops. I told you to write it down. It's Alpha. I'm sure it's in my notes. Why do you fight Cody? To get Alpha back. To find him. To get Captain back. I think that's also why he's coming in so hard and, like, kind of reckless and maybe overstepping bounds in in this way right now is that, like, all of a sudden, it's possible, right? You're in space. You have your ship. Can you never let them go? No. No, never. I had to let people go, Cody, several times at this point. I made that tough decision. I don't think you can. Yeah, I'm not going to give up. I'm surprised that you do. Aren't you a hero? Merrick leaves the room. Okay. So I'm going to say, because this was combat-oriented, there's going to be a time where you guys are fighting together where I will take my my bad blood penalty. <laughs> and where, you know, you'll be in a situation like this, and you will... This this will come up and, and haunt you. Um, Durin, roll me a d20, please. Uh, I rolled it when you told us all to roll, and I'm still staring yeah, yeah. at it. Yeah, uh, it's a sixteen. Okay, so this is a reveal. Um, oh. So you, you and you and Shortjack are gonna are gonna have a little scene together. Oh. Um. So you know what? I think I know exactly what Shortjack would like to know. Okay. Scene. I think you guys are working together. You know, just doing some general maintenance. You worked under Quip for a very long time, and he was anal about upkeep and maintenance. And I think that is kind of like ingrained at you at this point. So you're probably like you and you and short Jack are probably just doing the sweeps. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like going through, checking gauges, checking wires, checking everything. 
And you can just feel, you know, when someone has something to say, but they're not saying it. Oh, and yeah. You, and you know that, you know that and you could just see like short Jack kind of like constantly staring at you with like just a big old grin as he like taps away on his like, mm-hmm. you know, diagnostic pad. I can, I can imagine it's like, and I have to keep a, you have to keep an eye on these reactors. They're, uh-huh. they're real strong. They're, mm-hmm. they can last, go through anything, but man, if yeah. you don't keep up the maintenance, all that will just sneak up on uh-huh. you. And uh, here, let me show you this uh, through. I pull up a diagnostic panel and show them like the fluctuations and just kind uh-huh. of uh-huh. keeps mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. What's Thimble like? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like almost as if there was like a moment where he's sipping coffee and it's like a spit take. <laughs> Cause like she seems nice, so you she know what? Nice. She she is. Um, why why do you ask, uh, Short Jack? I mean, like she's cute, and they don't seem to really know. And by they, I mean like Cody and Merrick. They one of them is saying you're dating them. The other one is saying X. Thimble doesn't really seem to know. So I just kind of like you know go to the source, right? What's <laughs> what's the you know dish? Give me the hot goss. Oh, okay, 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 okay. When he hears that, he like climbs up on one of the pipes and is like now just like, you know, f- chest or sorry, like chin on his hands, just like feet kicking back and forth listening. We need shortbread for this. Oh, hell yeah. He just reaches down. Well, I mean, I don't really have that on me, but. Grab one from the bar, I guess. Is, is oh. that locked? He's no, already I- gone. Oh, okay. Um, and he goes and like, you know, grabs one of the, like they do all your bar stuff does maglock while you're in the drift. Um, but there's always like one loose bottle that Merrick and, and Cody, I'm sure, keep in in drinking range and uh he comes like like you don't even finish your sentence and he's gone and then he, you just hear him like down the hall like dum, 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 and he like comes running back and he's like got two glasses and he puts it down he pours one each uh and he reaches into his bag and opens up a tin all right let no more stalling let's get to the let's get the deets the dirty deets durin's dirty deets let's go sure jack have you ever been in a relationship before uh no Okay, I mean, like I, I have a friends, but I've been... the virgins. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, how do I explain this? I don't know how to explain this. Have you ever felt a connection with someone to the point that it scared you? Um, n- no, I don't. Wait, does simple scares you? I can see this coming up in another hologram. All right, anything we talk about here, we just. We don't mention in front of Thimble, okay? Or oh. the rest of the crew, all right? Just sure. between you and me, right? Absolutely. Right? right. Lips are sealed. How good is he actually doing? As actually keeping <laughs> keeping uh, his lips sealed? Uh, Roll me a sense motive. Oh no. I mean, he's never like you. You've noticed like he doesn't talk shit okay. about anything, okay. right? Like you, there's no precedent to him being okay. a blabbermouth. You know what? Uh, I got a 19. So. Oh yeah, that's more than enough. He's dead serious. This is okay. Very very important to him. Okay, I'll do. I'll do my best here. Um, yeah, in a way, I've uh, I've been around for a while, and I, I've seen my fair share of what uh, being close to someone can mean, can do. And um, what does what, what does that mean? I'm, I'm getting to it. I'm building up to it. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. It's not something I can. One day you'll understand. But with some of the people I, I used to know. And with the relationships I have forged in my past and the people I used to love, her and I got really close, Thimble and I. And we never really put categories on it. We never really labeled it. It was just, it was good. And I 
I got a little, I got attached and that scared me. I mean, I don't want to act like I know what I'm talking about here, but it doesn't, doesn't sound like you're scared of Thimble. It sounds, it sounds like you're scared for her. Not exactly. But maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe you're the one spitting truths here. But yeah, either way, uh, getting close to people's tough for me. And when it happens, well, it doesn't really happen, to be honest. And I felt it happening again. And, you know, making distance, traveling, keeping things normal was what I did. No real no. broken hearts, no real ex. It's just more so something could have happened, but it didn't. Uh, you see him take a second to sort of process that and... He clinks your glass, he downs his shot, and he says, Let's, uh, let's get back to work, huh? No, 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 now it's your turn. Uh. Who's your thimble? No, I'm good. No, 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 no. Um, and he packs up his shortbread and he walks away. <sighs> Roll me another sense motive check. Okay. Another 12, 19. Um, you can tell that when you said that he doesn't or you don't want to get close to people that seemed to shut him down do they have bad blood nope oh. it's just a reveal Duran has revealed something about himself and short jack has also revealed about himself that he wants to get close to you guys and he's worried that if he does uh you will cut him out like you did with thimble man he okay he read that wrong but okay all right fair fair he wants to make sure that he doesn't get cut out, so he's going to take a step back, and that is kind of what he's, his thing is. Okay. Um, and those are the reveals, and that's Cramp Quarters, boys. It's Look at you guys growing as a team, or not. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we did. The ship feels a little awkward now. That's the point of the system, and I fucking love it. Couldn't you have <laughs> waited until we got to enjoy our ship for, like, two minutes? Nope. <laughs> um, you guys tear out of the drift and in the distance you see a asteroid that has been sort of sliced in half and there's a dome on the the like sliced uh, you know it's like a flat asteroid and there has been a space station that has been built on it and it is like a three-tiered city made out of these rings so the 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 ground uh, where the, the asteroid meets the bubble is like this sprawling sort of city. And then there's a central, like, giant building that runs up the middle. Then there's another ring above that, um, or above, like, the, the base ground. There's another ring there. Um, it's slightly smaller, but it is filled with these, like, fluorescent blue and pink tubes that seem to be pumping liquid down into the lower areas. And the, like, the 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 ring around seems to have this, like, this big old colored tube that's just, like, running around it. And there's, like, lights and searchlights, and it seems to be way more bright. And then on the top, the third and final one seems to be a bunch of, like, skyscrapers. Um, with a with another dome on top of that, so it's like a dome within a dome. So this is Surf. That is that is the space station of Surf. Yes. Oh shit. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was somewhere on the way to Surf. No, no. You have you have arrived at Surf, and there are like ships coming in and out of it, and it seems like the the remaining 
uh, bottom half of the asteroid seems to be where like everyone is going into dock. That seems to be where everyone, you know, goes in and lands. All the landing docks, all the all the shipping places are all down there. If you want to roll me a culture check, I can give you a little little something, something a little extra, you know, what you know about this. All right, Cody has a sixteen. Okay, sixteen is better than Merrick. I don't even have culture. Okay, with a sixteen, I don't know how you know this, Cody. How do I know this? Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe you were doing a little bit of research on the way here during you your. Maybe when Merrick like stopped sparring with me, <laughs> I had time to research the place we're going to. Yeah. Um, so you know that the three tiers of Surf all have a very distinct purpose and a very distinct sort of like flavor. Mm-hmm. The ground floor is known as the Midnight Bazaar. And it is dirty alleys, slums, casinos, dive bars, uh, arcades. It's a lot of like where the general population live and also where most of the tourism happens. Because with your check as well, you know that you need specific invites to go up the tiers. So you can't enter the higher tiers unless someone who has access to those tiers invites you to it. And then you get access to them. Okay. You know that the next tier up above the Midnight Bazaar is called the Drip. Mm-hmm. Um, it is where all of like the cooling fluid and everything kind of runs through, and everything that kind of runs the ship runs through it. And while originally this was meant to be like an industrial area, people realized that the lights given off by this this liquid that is being pumped through is actually pretty fucking cool, and it is now n- like essentially. <laughs> Uh, like a a runway, like all the streets have like are like glass, so that you can see these these like pink and blue and and green neon liquid tubes pumping throughout, and it is like imagine like a dance floor if a dance floor was an entire city block essentially, and it is sort of like the club district. It is where high fashion people go. It's where all the clubs are, like all the hottest clubs are. It is it is sort of like the cool place of Surf. And then above that is the Dome. And that is where all of the mega corporations have like seated themselves. Uh, and that is kind of like how Surf was founded. It was a lot of like these mega corporations that didn't want to buy into this like the cubes, a new hope for humanity. They're like, no, what's working for us is not that we want to keep, you know, exploiting people for profit. We want to keep running our businesses. We don't want to worry about environmental concerns or political freedom or any of this bullshit. We want to make money. Um, so they kind of like created surf and put themselves on the top. And it is covered with a dome as like an even more procedure being like, Oh, we're not, we're the dome within the dome. The interesting thing about surf is there isn't really a leader. It is whoever controls the building that runs up directly through all these platforms. It's from like the top of the bottom and it connects to the top of the dome. um, And it's called the seat. And whoever has that place, whether you just go in and buy it or a violent, you know, takeover, it doesn't matter how you get it. As long as you're in there, you are the de facto leader of Surf. And as you guys are approaching, you are hailed by a... A ship, it's again, once again, a private number, but it is a ship in the vicinity and it seems to be a large freighter that is like trailing behind you. Captain, what can we do for you, freighter? Um, The screen pops on and there's like a little like sort of like a curtain that opens up and you see a familiar face 
gentlemen, I <laughs> thought it was you. As Nyx Tolua is staring at you on the other side of the screen. Nyx, how have you been since you fucked up our lives? He's behind us, right? Yeah. Uh, I look at Durin and like gesture towards the gunner's seat. That no, just like I give a quick like. No, I realize I just did a head motion and that doesn't work for audio. Uh, shaking <laughs> his head and just giving the like the running his hand along your neck like no no don't do that. I've got my my fingers on the like the laser gun triggers and I'm like looking at uh I'm looking at Merrick. Um, Nix looks at you and goes, "Oh, gentlemen, don't." Uh, misunderstand the situation. I am as equally fucked as you are. Believe it or not, when you put a contract out that ends up blowing up a large portion of the cube, uh, people tend to think that you are involved. Wasn't your bomb, eh? Gentlemen, I do need to remind you that you thoroughly inspected that package before I sent it with you. Oh, you're right. I roll a sense motive, Dan. Yeah, please. Um, oh, I fumbled, so that's a f- five. I'm gonna put this dice away in the dice, dice sad place. Is that the trash can? He looks at you and says, I had to make a hasty escape from the cube, and I understand that we are more or less in the same predicament. I have no idea how to clear my name because my name is all over this. Well, Nix, I believe you're 100% correct in whatever you're saying right now. A couple questions for you before we discuss our future together. Please, ask away. I am an open book. Do you know Azen? As in... As in what? No, Azen. Yes, what? No, their name is Azen. A-Z-I-N? No? Okay. Oh, no. I'm sorry, not familiar with him. All right. All right, Nix. Let's say we have an idea how to get this whole clearing our name started. How can you help? Well, gentlemen, Nyx is nothing but resourceful. During my hasty escape, I was able to procure a small assortment of items that might be beneficial to you. And if you agree to assist me in clearing my name alongside yours as well, I would be ecstatic to offer you a small windfall. Take it as a gesture of good faith of 6,000 credits worth of goods from my shop, which I have (laughs) cleverly named Nix (laughs) Nax. You son of a bitch. Durin visibly cringe. So if we have a gentleman's agreement that whatever actions you take to clear your name, you include me in those proceedings, then I would be happy to assist you in whatever way I can with my inventory. We're all in on you, Nix. We're all in. Fantastic. And gentlemen... Welcome to your first visit to Nick Snack's wonderful emporium in which he has a little bit of everything. I feel like we're toloaded right now. Oh, I love, I, you know what? Wasn't a fan of you the first time I met you. You're growing on me, kid. You're growing on me. Um, so the way this is working, um, I gave you sort of the parameters uh, before we recorded to give you a little bit of time to do some shopping. Uh, Nyx has access to items level six and lower. No item over 2,000 credits. So if you guys want to split it 2,000 even, um, you are welcome to, you know, shuffle 
credits around amongst yourselves, but no single item can be more than 2,000 credits. I'm just going to go down the list and see what y'all bought. Cody, what did you get? So Cody, I guess like flavor-wise, do we dock with his freighter in transit? No. So the way this is going to work, he's sent you over a inventory list, uh, like a catalog, mm-hmm. and it will be delivered to your ship upon both you guys docking. Uh, uh, okay. He's he's trying to keep uh, you know as as nimble as possible. Okay, awesome. Um, so for me, uh, I think, and I don't know how this is listed, but uh, I know that a weapon fusion named Opp- Opportunistic, okay. excuse me, plus two to attack and damage for attacks of opportunity. Okay. Um, so I feel like whatever form that goes, I know it'll go really nicely on my gloves. Yeah, I think this would be like, um, I think it would take the shape of sort of like, uh, almost like magnets, mm-hmm. so that like, you get a little little extra boost uh, when you when you like subconsciously trigger it. I think there's like probably like a neural thing that you put like on your temple, mm-hmm. and when you know that you can get a sneaky hit in, these things fire to like throw a little bit of force, extra force behind it. Mm-hmm. On top of that, uh, I'm going to get a personal upgrade of plus two to strength. Ooh. Okay. Excuse me? Personal upgrade? What the fuck is that? Yeah, I found out way late about that one, too. I totally told you guys, like, three weeks ago. We yeah, it's basically just a, a, a slotless plus two for 1400 Okay, very cool. Um, now, I know with the way that Path or Starfinder works is there are, like, there's, like, biological or, like, you know, bionics, cybernetics, and something else I don't mind or like magitech or whatever. Yeah. Um, which, which kind are you taking? Because this might be important later on. Uh, you want me to choose just between those three? Yeah. Like the three types of, of personal upgrades. I assume cybernetics. Okay, cool. We don't have to worry like, too much about like what that looks like. I just, yeah. there are some things that like disable cybernetics and shit. So I yeah. don't want you to be like, well, I assume I got this. You know what I mean? Like I want to put it in, in paper and on the record that you got a cybernetic one. Well, I guess, Right now, there's there's three types. There's magic, technology, and hybrid for the yes. personal upgrades. Okay, so cool. it would be tech. Tech, okay, yeah. Fantastic. Like he's a he's a cyber or a android. I feel like that makes the most sense. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I guess maybe it's just like a certain type of like alloy that I don't know, some kind of coding or like replacement part or something like that, or even just well, a chip. I feel like a chip wouldn't necessarily do. Would here's it? here's what I'll give you, uh, and you sticking with your your aesthetic of like eighties action hero. I'm going to mm-hmm. say that there is a, uh, like a headband mm-hmm. that has small pins in it that give like boosts of adrenaline. Hell yeah. When you put that on, they sort of like sink in and give you a steady boost of like adrenaline that increases your strength. Amazing. That work Love for it. you. Oh yeah. You know Love it. it. Perfect. Uh, is that all you, all you purchased? Well, I believe Merrick is going to float me a tenner, although now that we've bad blood. <laughs> don't. I still float a tenner, but like begrudgingly. Uh, I, I can do it if you don't want to, if your character would be too Again, off. bad blood isn't, you guys so, don't hate each other. It hasn't affected yeah. your relationship. It's just, it's, it's, just, just yeah, it's just at some point. Yeah, it's fine. I float and you a Wonderful. So I'm going to also get a Aeon Stone. Okay. Fancy. You fancy boy. Too. Uh, it is a turquoise cube luck stone that if you fail an attack roll, saving throw, or skill check by one, it retroactively grants you a plus one bonus to the roll once a day. 
Damn. Okay. Yeah, well, then me. I will have to remember that exists. Um, mm. Durham, what did you pick up? A lot of this is kind of boring. Uh, a lot of upkeep stuff. Uh, mainly recharged my batteries, bought some new ones. Those are the that's that's the boring stuff. I also uh, I have a I bought a new rifle to kind of Ooh. replace my older one. Um, okay. It's an it's a different kind of what like it uses like like highly pressurized gas instead of rounds and bullets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, but the part that makes this more Durin like is he got both his arc pistol and his rifle that he just got secured DNA secured. So only he could ever use them. Okay. Neat. Yeah. Is that, is that your purchases? Yeah, that's it. Um, most of my money went towards like new batteries and stuff. Okay. Uh, Merrick, last but not least. So that was cool as Cody's. So the main thing I got was a weapon fusion called Soul Fire. So my uh, Solarian weapon, I'm able to add my charisma to damage with my strength. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that's a level one thing. It's nuts. Thank you, Anil. The cool magic item I want to buy is called a Ring of Whispers. Okay. So what it does is I can put five proper names into the ring. And if someone is in like even a room away from me, like mentions that name, I get a plus five bonus to my perception to notice them mention that name. Oh my God. So good. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and this is a room away or even through soundproof glass. I'm able to hear that name if it's being said within like that distance of me. Even soundproof glass. Yeah. That's cool. But just, just the name. Yeah. What name are you, what names are you putting in? Uh, Asin. Mm-hmm. Victor Benson. Okay. Merrick. Okay. Umana, and then Zane on that ring. Okay. And that's your mother and your brother, yes? Correct. Okay. Cool. And then I'm going to buy uh, two Mark II health potions because uh, I don't have creative fuel. I just want us to survive. Do you have, can you change those names or is those are those permanent? What, uh, no, I can change them. Okay, cool. It takes 10 minutes to put a name in and you just have to take one out. So I'm assuming between now and getting to the planet, I would have enough time to put those five in. Yeah, I'll say, yeah, you can you can store your your names in there. Gentlemen, I thank you for your patronage. I know I'm pretty much paying myself in this situation, but I look at it as an investment. And I see you boys have an entrepreneurial spirit in the sense that you will get me back on my feet. So if there's anything I can do for you, granted, I... My funds and assets are all seized, so this is sort of the one time I will kind of give you a handout. But your credit is always welcome at Nick's Nags. Sick. See you around, I guess. I'll be around when you need me to be. How did you know it was us, by the way? Lucky guess. Oh, that makes me so uncomfortable. He's real worried. Anyway, got a skedaddle, boys. Nice to see you. Good luck. And then the screen cuts off. You know, we've received two phone calls to our new ship that probably shouldn't (laughs) have come in. That makes me very worried. (laughs) Wait, have we changed the name? Have we changed the name on the single uh, on the signal booster at all? Yeah, when you guys when Short Jack registered your your ship, he's yes, you guys are are all sort of like you know incognito. And for all, uh, for all intents and purposes, the persistence is is the persistence. There's no trace of the Maverick on here. You get another call, and this time you know it is from Thimble's uh, frequency. Yeah, let's answer it. I hit the button. Duran an- answers it. Should I give Should I give you guys some time alone? He's gonna say no. Uh, no, but then he thinks about all the stupid shit people keep saying. He's like, 
yeah, that'd probably be for the best. Cody like does a big wink and he gets up and leaves. Uh, Merrick, are you are you hanging around? I look at Duran and I wait for her, what he wants me to do from a physical response. It'd be weird if you stayed and, and he didn't. So can you give us the room, please? As you wish. Short check gives you a like a, a nod as well and, and leaves. I don't know. Like, it's really exhausting with those guys, huh? It's just like the second I walk in or call and it's it's really tough. It's really tough. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry you got to deal with that. I I'm I apologize on their behalf. Well, good news. Um, I've actually managed to reroute the Mavericks tavern capabilities. So you guys as the persistence can start taking contracts again. Oh, that's that's fantastic news. It was difficult, but I think for the most part, you it should all be up and running. You might have a little bit of difficulty sort of the first time connecting, but after that, it should sort of self-correct and you'll be free to take contracts as you please. Okay. Thank you again. <laughs> Look, I, I know you guys didn't do this without a doubt. So anything I can do to help and get you guys, you know, a little bit of credit in your pocket or a little bit of goodwill from somewhere, I, I'm going to do it. But Something is happening right now, and I think the rest of the crew should be here for it. So if you want to call them back in. Okay. Okay. Before I do, uh, Thimble, you're the best. Come on in. Come on in, guys. Hoodie comes back in, smiling proudly. You guys see uh, Thimble's Thimble's kind of blushing a little bit. So you don't know why, but she seems <laughs> she seems quite Hoodie's smile pleased. gets even broader, and he's just like staring at her and... Um, she says, I hate to be sort of the, you know, the whiplash of good and bad news, but this is something you've probably got a stake in and hold on, let me patch you through. And it, the screen flickers again, and you are brought to what seems to be a news broadcast of some sort. And it says like live happening now on Therum outside the Federation of Councils. And there is a crowd gathered and it is in front of this like tall white building. And there is like pools on either side of this long walkway and a, a white podium has been set up. And there is a young woman there in like her early 30s. Uh, she's wearing like a, a fitted white tunic with the trim of the uh, FOC sort of like regalia, the black and gold trim. Um, she's got black hair about shoulder length, but uh, voluminous, like it's very large hair uh, made up of these small tight curls. She has a nose ring that connects with a thin gold chain into a myriad of ear piercings. So it like webs out as it gets closer to the ear. And she has a tattoo on her lower lip of uh, vertical lines of varying thickness, almost like a kind of looks like a barcode, but not that. And she has this like large lacquered wooden collared necklace. And underneath the on the screen on like the lower thirds it says overseer astrid aurelius i do not have any culture checks um and she's like kind of mid-speech and as it cuts in she says despite reports we are still allowing them time to turn themselves in before the ministry of defense can enact any sort of bounties we are allowing the remaining Maverick crew who is still at large. We are giving you an opportunity to turn yourself in for formal questioning and an official trial amongst the Federation of Councils in order to clear your name or prove your innocence or guilt. That is a right 
within the responsibility charter of the Tavern Oversight Guild, and we are enacting it currently. You have 72 hours to return to Therum and turn yourself in. The Maverick is in good standing with the Guild, and we see no reason why to treat them as hostile until we get to the bottom of this. Guess we're not doing that. Fuck no. No, we're not. When she says that, you hear a in the crowd, like, boos, and, you know, all the flashes of the camera start going off, and you hear reporters shouting questions, and she bows her head and takes a step back as a, another young man comes to the front, and he's got, his hair almost looks plastic with the amount of stuff in it. And there's like a perfectly curated like strand that dangles in front of his sharp angular features, a neatly trimmed beard lining his his mouth and along his jawline, like pencil thin. He's wearing this dark blue coat with a very high collar. And underneath he's got a, like a crisp white shirt with a, only slightly uh, like lower collar and uh, he puts his hands upon the podium revealing these hands that are covered in rings that both look incredibly gaudy but also very expensive and he looks out into the crowd and he says it is with great pleasure that I introduce myself as newly appointed special consultant to the Ministry of Defense on behalf of the Cube's administration. During our investigation into the heinous and reprehensible attacks we suffered mere days ago, while I appreciate Overseer Aurelius's naive optimism that this is all just a misunderstanding, I am a pragmatic man who believes in what he sees, and the evidence couldn't be more clear. However, due to the Tavern's Charter of Responsibility, she is well within her rights to issue a lenient option to the suspected terrorists of a violent assault that resulted in the lives of many innocent people. I assure you, however, that when the softness of the guild expires, myself in conjunction with the administration and the ministry will come down with the full force of the Federation to bring those responsible to justice at any cost. The Federation stands for unity, and together we will endure and together we will triumph. And you see he's like posed, expecting a, a far louder reaction. And you only hear sort of like a smattering of applause and like, woo! But still, like, he's still got his chin up high and he takes another step back. And the screen flickers and Thimble comes back and she says, the ministry's going to put a bounty on you the second the guild's offer expires. That consultant, did he have a name, Thimble? Yes, it was, sorry, it was uh, Arwen Decker. Decker is such a good name. Such a good name. Well, Thimble, I think you understand that we will not be taking that plea deal. Oh, yeah, no, I wasn't showing that for you to take it. I was letting you know you have 72 hours on Surth to find Vale. Well, we may as well go find Vale and maybe hit the tables in between. I mean, as soon as those 72 hours are up. All of Surth will be on our asses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you and, said you had good news? Oh, sorry. During, like, you guys all oh. left. Um, the, the tavern is operational again. You, uh, I was able to sort of reroute the Maverick contract to the Persistence, and uh, you guys can now take, take tavern contracts again. That's amazing. Thank you. Just try to keep your head low through all of this. We, I don't want you to get caught up in all this either. 
yeah, I'm, I'm covering my trails pretty well. But speaking of which, I, I got to go. Good luck, guys. If you need anything, I will do my best to help. But I think once you get on Surth, I can't, I can't do much. So good luck. Thank you again. Of course. And she hangs up. And you get a notification from Surth that you are cleared for docking. And uh, you are able to, to go in if you would like to. Yeah, I take us down. I say we go to the murder prison planet, because apparently that's a good idea. Hey, Durin. I'm joking. Let's let's land. I mean, in 72 hours, it probably is a good idea. Just saying. <laughs> Hello, Space GM Dane here to do the things. We're going to make this uh, real quick and easy and fast. First and foremost, we hope you are enjoying the very first episode of our brand new arc, Piercing the Veil. If you guys have submitted NPC names, uh, keep your ears out because this is the episode where we start using them. A lot of uh, a lot of the NPCs in this arc are going to be named after you guys. If you want to contribute some names, there's one way to do that and it is a very easy way and that's to head on over to noquestcast.com click the discord link join say hello be welcomed by our incredible community then pop on over to the NPC name suggestion uh, channel and suggest whatever names you want and if it fits the vibe and if it's something i'm looking for uh i will use it and let me tell you there's going to be a lot of npcs this arc and i've pretty much used most of the ones that have already been suggested so we're ready I'm, I need more. So head on over to noquestcast.com. Click the Discord. Join up. You'll be meet. Like, our community is so cool. And I, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging here, but it just is. It just is. So join. We'd love to have you. On top of that, feel free to follow us on social media, at noquestcast, both on Instagram and on Twitter. As always, thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. As the, the persistence makes its way into Surf, the, the port guides you into a nice, a nice cozy spot. And as you guys debark, a little white drone comes floating over and parks down beside you. And the side of it says, Con Go. Cody, give me a will save, please. <laughs> this is going to go wrong. Well. Not the worst. Uh, that is a 17. Now, if I miss it by one. <laughs> so it's not enough and you didn't miss it by one. Okay. You fall to your, your knees and are like inundated with that logo, Con Go. But imagine like it staying the same, but its surroundings flashing. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, you know what I mean? Like when, when one thing stays the same, but everything else around it changes. And it seems like you've seen this logo hundreds, thousands of times in different places. And then it stops and you're, you're back. Cody, are you okay? I, what, is the drone doing anything? Nope. It literally just landed in front of you. And it just says, there's like a little screen that just says like, please accept delivery. Um, I accept the delivery. Cody's just like staring at it, like with a hand outstretched. Yeah, as you accept the delivery, Merrick, uh, the side of it with that has the logo like rolls back like a shutter, and inside are the things you purchased from Nick's. Oh, perfect, Cody. Are you okay? 
who who are this company this logo who who are they have you seen them uh, before um during america you've definitely seen them before these this this is a shipping company that is used throughout casamal i'm assuming it's like amazon right as you take out your packages it the shutter closes and it lifts up again and says thank you for using congo remember with congo you can go and it flies off yeah okay Fair um, give me a culture check yep space amazon space amazon i'm <laughs> rolling so poorly i have to keep retiring dice well in fitting fashion i roll a four mm-hmm. i don't even have culture i can't roll this i rolled a two and got a seven so I also rolled a two, but got a four. Yeah, between the two of you guys, like, you know you've seen it a bunch of times. Merrick, you're not exactly, like, the online goods orderer. So, like, you you know that they're a delivery service, but you don't know anything beyond that. Yeah, Asin used to get packages from, like, the Kangos. They would just show up. I assumed Kango was a friend of his. So the name of the, the company is Congo. Congo. Sorry. He, like, snaps his gaze. He's like, Asin? Is involved with Congo. I've seen this logo a million times in a million different places. No promises. I I think it must it must have something to do with Alpha, or me, or or what or what I was, or where I was, or who I was, or when I was me. Well, when we have a moment, we will investigate the Congo. Was uh this was your Alpha heir to a to a multi million dollar conglomerate company? I don't know. I know he was in a big, a big home with with, with serving staff, and and they were they were wealthy. Not That's not right. the serving staff, but the place was wealthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You hear? You see like a guard down the way, just be like, "Are you guys signing in or what? What are you doing?" Yes, we're signing in, sir. Give us Let, a moment. Let's go. We're going. Um, as you guys approach the guard, he is this large uh, Patra, which are like the cat folk of Starfinder. And he's like this uh, this golden tiger. And he's like, great. Okay, let's go. Let's see him. Hey, let's see him. I show him. <laughs> I assume. Oh, God. IDs, which we don't Somebody have. meant. Okay, boys, I'm. we're going to do this. Okay. All right. And he like rubs his temples for a second. He's like, okay. We're new here. Yeah, I could fucking tell, bud. I can tell. Okay. Do you or do you not have a surf permit? Haven't had one in years, to be honest. Okay, so the answer to that question would be no, not looking for life stories. So no, you do not. And he holds up a bracelet and it is like a blue wristband kind of thing with a V in the center. And he says, so you're going to need them. Cool. You start at the bottom like everyone else. And he reaches into this box behind his booth and pulls it out and pulls out these three blue wristbands and tosses one to each of you. You will wear those at all times on Surth. You will not try to enter any areas in which you're not allowed to. You'll know if you're allowed to. Don't pretend like you're stupid. Don't try to be like, oh, I didn't know. You know. You know. Do you know? Where can you go? Cody looks guilty. (laughs) Uh, Wherever a a blue band can go is where we Uh, can go. Uh Uh-huh, and that is? The Midnight Bazaar. Correct. Good. All right, we're getting there. If you try to get into the drip, we will hurt you. Yeah? Understood. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we will do whatever we want. If we kill you, we kill you. Or we'll just, like, just do a lot of damage to you. And that is, like, guys, I want to be not a bad guy, but it is the best part of my day. 
Sounds like what? Yeah, yeah, that makes you seem like a bad guy. Hey, look, guys, we all we all don't yuck my yums. You have very bad days. Don't yuck. Hey, good. I'm gonna tell you right now. Every day is a bad day on Earth. Oh man, are you looking for birth? We've we've got two cabins, and we're always looking for crew. Please, but only Cody, good guys, Cody, not not Cody, bad guys. Cody, we Please. can't recruit everyone. Is, every, is this son of a bitch trying to recruit me? No, he's not. No, it's, no, it's no, no, no. He does a bit. He does a bit whenever I always he lands somewhere. Friends. Hey, this sucks. This sucks so much. I hate everything. I hate talking to you. Just let us go. We know the. G- we got the gist, guys. I'm yeah, not yeah. stopping you. Get <laughs> okay, in there. Then. Oh good yeah, this is probably start. like where he's like set up, and we're just like talking to like someone behind a counter at this point so we, we yeah 100 <laughs> percent. <laughs> what's your name cody, cody, cody what's, what's, thank you thank you what's your name cody we can't we can't recruit everybody to be on our ship because we have two empty bedrooms um the guy's already yelling at someone else down he'd be like hey idiots what are you doing are you signing in or what cody like taps on his glass like friendly bye bye <laughs> i think we'll win them over we don't want to. We don't want to, Cody. You guys get into the lift behind this dude, and it brings you up into like this very, very tight elevator, and it brings you all the way up. And every now and then, you see like glimpses out into space through the holes in the asteroid, and then you arrive into the Midnight Bazaar. As you guys get there, your tavern app on your personal things all bing, and you hear populating contracts. And you begin getting a list of the contracts that are available on Surf. Cody looks over at the boys and he's like, if these start deleting until there's only three left, I'll shit. We don't we don't do them if that's what happens, okay? We've learned that lesson. We do need some money though. Some BP. We gotta we, one day we'll get that medical uh, center. The the lift opens up and you're sort of like immediately ushered out by like the floor tilts like upwards. So that you like you're like Stumble kind of out. yeah, so you kind of like just have to walk forward out, and then Man. it just like drops back down. My ankles don't like that. <laughs> and it would be uh, like Cody. I think you're probably like in like just immediately in awe because this place looks exactly like what the '80s thought space was going to look like. So you take a step out, and it is an understatement to say that this place is overwhelming. Uh, the sights and the sounds of the Midnight Bazaar are intense. The air is thick with this smog and exhaust and there are these competing scents of this stomach turning sour rotten garbage smell but also every now and then like a mouth watering spiced meat will like cross your nose and for a second you're like that smells delicious and then sort of another like sickly sweet confection smell crosses through and it's just like this never-ending bombardment of smells and the sounds are no better there's a never-ending chorus of bells and whistles and chimes from the arcades and casinos and they are almost drowned out by the shouting of the street vendors and the beggars who will like run up to you and scream something you and then won't even wait for you to react and before they're running off and screaming at someone else the lights are flashing neon and flickering fluorescence it's hard to remember that Surf is always in night because of how bright it is here, but every now and then you'll walk past an alley that is so dark that only the bravest or most desperate person would go down there because it is almost guaranteed gonna end poorly for you. Merrick shivers for a moment and just like 
As Zen and I had our best and worst times down those alleyways. And even if you find like a quiet street, the sounds of the, like the hollow ads that are everywhere are just like, it, it's, it's almost pointless to advertise because they're all talking at once and you just like can't discern anything other than like what the pictures are. And you have arrived to Surf. I feel like Cody loves it and just, I think that's probably why he actually researches because there was probably like neon on the cover of whatever he read, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, as you get to sort of like the entrance to the bazaar, there's a big sign at the front that says Second Earth and a screen kind of like rolls down about halfway. Welcome to Second Earth. When we did Earth so well, we had to do it again. And the <laughs> only the S stays lit up in second, and the letters like smash together above you, and everyone has to give me a reflex save, please. Oh, God. What the fuck? As sparks come oh, showering hey. out underneath How you. How about a nat one? Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like Cody is not only enthralled, he's slowly walking towards it. Yeah, that's a four for me. I'm sk- I, I'm gonna run it at d20s at this point. I mean, this is my role, baby. Twenty four. Maybe Merrick tries to stop Cody or something. With evasion. <laughs> uh, Dern, I think you've seen this so many times that you know exactly like how fast you have to move to not get showered in the sparks that come shooting out of the sign. Um, and Merrick and Cody, you both take you only take two points of fire damage. Yeah, I feel like Cody's just walking up towards the sign in awe. Maybe Merrick tries to stop him. Um, you can hear some people like laugh in the distance as they watch you get like a little singed by these sparks. Uh, Cody turns around, it's like, so fucking cool. We obviously we don't have money, but do we have like day to day money, like to get a beer perhaps or eat? Do you have credits? I don't believe so. I have credits left over. Well, like because we didn't technically get credits, right? Uh, no, but like, yeah, starting credits and stuff. If you used all your starting credits and yeah, no, you are, you're po. Uh, okay. Well, I was going to say we grab a beer while we look at the, the things, but yeah, I don't have a scent. So never mind. Darren, do you have a scent? Uh, I'll cover the beers. No, Cody, Darren, I've got many scents I have not spent. Beers are on captain. I, I feel like there's a very cool, like, I don't know. Actually, Dane, you tell me. What what pub do I see? What bar? There's, like, comically, like, stereotypical. Like, there's an Irish pub with, like, you know, a leprechaun. Nope. Like, out front. (laughs) Uh, There's, like, a British pub where, you know, there's a guy in, like, one of those big furry hats. Like, the Buckingham Palace Guard sort Mm. of thing. But it's, like, a Sheeran wearing it. Like, it's all sort of, like, very, you know, countries of the world in Disneyland sort of thing where it's just like the the one thing that someone remembers from earth about a certain culture that's yeah. just like there it is um, um i want to get to the du- the uh, the bar where we sit in like cars as tables oh there's definitely like a fucking 50s diner style yeah, place yeah, where yeah. like the booth looks like the back of a cadillac for sure oh yeah i want a boozy milkshake cody's down for that for sure yeah dane is there a coat slash hat stand near the entrance at all uh, maybe sure you see cody see it beam and, and he just keeps paying attention to it as you guys sit down yeah you see a these robots who are all wearing like various colored wigs to make them look like 50s diner waitresses they're all wearing like yellow and pink and blue pastel dresses with an apron tied around their waist 
and they're just kind of like zipping all around. And one of them comes up to your table and it's just like, hi, I'm service assistant 11Y, but you can call me Sally. Uh, thank you, Sally, for welcoming us to your establishment. Please, can I have your order? Boozy milkshake. Boozy milk. Three boozy milkshakes. Three boozy milkshakes coming right up. I'll do mine vanilla. Well, of course, that's all the only answer. And Cody like frowns and he's like, Dern wants strawberry. I remember liking vanilla. And he just kind of like blinks and he's just like, This means nothing to me. <laughs> and rolls away. So, boozy milkshake sounds amazing. Shall we look at these contracts? Yeah, let's have a look. I'm assuming, gentlemen, as we get into this, to find Vale, I have a strong feeling that these bracelets we have will, can get better somehow, probably with money. And to get to Vale, we may have to go up to the trip. Speaking of these, Durin, can they track us? What? Oh, what of course these do? they can. You signed away anything like any privacy, any of that shit? That's gone here. Uh, do you want to do an engineering check and find the old, you know, specifics? I can do that, I guess. I believe it. when I was here with Azen, he had a bracelet that had many colors, and it just let us <laughs> into every room. Uh, well, the dice giveth, the dice taketh away. Natural one. But, you uh, crashed the bracelet. But it's a 14 on the engineering. I'm not trying to fix it, I'm just trying to see, yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to see how it works, and it no, probably don't. You, you definitely, like, you know that this thing is, like, a tracker beacon. It, you can see that it has a microphone and a speaker attached on it. Like, yeah, this this thing is not exactly Mr. Privacy 101, you know? Like, yeah. it is it is definitely listening to what you're saying. It, the sound can be transmitted from it. There's probably tracking chips in it. You don't know the specifics. You don't know where it goes or how to disable it or anything but that. Like, but it's, it's very obvious that this thing is shady as hell. <laughs> I think the one thing I would point to is the the obvious microphone. Yeah, Co- Cody like nods warily. Um, so yeah, you guys, the Sally returns with a tray and like wings down the 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 three milkshakes and then like zips off the contracts you have available to you. You guys have a list of them up. Yes, can we look at them? Can, yep, yep, you can look at them now. All right, it tells you the name of the the contract, uh, what kind of contract it is, and then the credits associated with it. So the first one is called Ghost in the Machine. It's a task worth 300 credits. A pleasure cafe is having trouble with an invasive virus that is disrupting and occasionally injuring their clients. And the contact there is Fizz. The next one is Vigilante Vigilance. Uh, it is a bounty for 750 credits. A particularly rough neighborhood in the bazaar is having trouble with an uptick of crime as a new vigilante is attempting to clean up the streets, but it's just making ah, the situation worse. I love this one so much. I do too. <laughs> I believe there's one a couple down we're going to have to take. I know, I know. But Terry really likes this one. Yeah. The next one is called Skewered. Uh, It is for 300 credits. It's another bounty. A popular food cart needs assistant relocating their stand through a dangerous stretch of the bazaar. And it is Kella Damal. The next one is called Pest Control. It is another bounty for 600 credits. Uh, someone has been targeting the Yosoki living in the area known as the Burrows. Two of them have been found executed, and the community is beginning to fear that more will end up dead. And the contact for that one is Bacchus. Oh, yeah. And the last one is called Hacking a Hack, and it is a task for 300 credits. A local hacker has been thwarted repeatedly and wants to get back at whoever is messing with him, and the contact for that one is FB2K. There is one more. 
Oh yeah, sorry, there is one more. Looking for love, it's a task for 400 credits. A widowed man has his first date in 20 years and needs some help practicing and preparing for the date in order to calm his nerves. And the contact is Fudge Puddington. <laughs> I think Duran would be really good at this because he has a girlfriend. We don't use labels. I believe the pest control. Uh, but the pest control really hits hits my heart if I'm, if I'm honest, but... Even then, I don't even like the name. I say we start with that one. Very least we can do. Yeah. Someone's targeting a community. They become annihilated. People shouldn't have to live in fear. I am very interested about this vigilante, though. Probably nothing important, but Terry really wants to. Let's give Bacchus a call or an email or whatever. I will say it's very possible that Ghost in the Machine and Hacking a Hack... Not to say that it should take priority, but maybe they should be our next call, considering they might know anything about Vale. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Again, you can take as many contracts as you like. You could accept all of these right now. You only if you fail to complete them or abandon them or something gets, you know, if you just ignore them for long enough, you actually have to pay the the credit rating. Ooh. Yeah, could we just take them one at a time? Like, will they time. disappear if we don't accept them all right now? If another tavern shows up and takes it, yeah. Motherfucker. That would be a random roll on my end to see if, if someone comes in and how many they take. Do you want to take three? I say we can take a second one. I feel like three is too much. Two, yeah, let's do two. Let's Pest and maybe Ghost in the Machine. Or Hack and a Hack. One, one or the other, really, because I think it's... Ghost in the Machine us in the same direction. so funny to me because... It's obviously rogue dildos and flashlights. I know. Uh, no, hacking a hack. You're right. We need to get close to the hackers. Or that community. Yeah. So we'll take pass control and hacking a hack. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, you accept them. I'm going to write something down on the napkin real quick. Is it your number for Sally? <laughs> no, 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 no. Apparently, according to everyone else on the crew, Duren's taken. So uh, he's going to write down uh, how much you want to bet saying Vale's name triggers something on the bracelets and we're probably being listened to. Cody writes down, fuck, oops, sorry. I wrote down I did it too, so. He writes, P.S. Masks? Question mark? What? What? Merrick writes, what? what? <laughs> he says, we totally answered video call with faces. Masks in future? Question mark? <laughs> And then he grabs a napkin again, like running out of space. He's like, I know this is just ship. Never mind. <laughs> Talk later. Uh, Sally comes over and says, please limit your usage of napkins to one per customer. Thank you. And uh, drives Sally, off. how much do I owe you for the boozy milkshakes? You can see she's like meant to be writing something down on a thing, but it is just a like data pad. And then a bill appears on the. Uh, like on the, the digital surface of the table and it looks like an old timey like diner chit uh, and it's uh, it's just like two credits okay I throw two credits down I put it, um, I put the third I put the third credit down okay make sure tips included hell yeah I just like you guys thank you I uh, next next round's on me I make sure to take the napkins with me <laughs> all right let's go find Bacchus Okay, cool. Yeah, you start making your way through the bazaar and you begin getting into an area that is a little less populated. There's still a bunch of people coming around, but like there's far more Yosoki now. Um, and this seems to be sort of like little Yosoki. It's known as the Burroughs and it is like a, a highly dense population of the Yosoki workers and uh, uh, citizens of the Midnight Bazaar. Duran, please, please give me a perception check. 
12. Uh, okay, that is actually enough for this. Oh, shit. As you're walking, it's it's not like in your face, but it is pretty prominent. Down one of the alleys, you notice a hollow spray for the Fur Clan. Oh, okay. Um, how recent does it look? Uh, roll me an engineering check. Hmm. Natural 20. You know that this particular brand of hollow spray only lasts for like a week. So it is it is within seven days. I'm not going to mention anything to the crew yet, but I'm going to keep an eye out. Sure. You guys finally get to what looks like a barber shop, and there is a dark brown furred Yosoki who's got like more than a few chips out of their ear, and uh, their whiskers are sort of like curled, and some are singed. Just looks like they've they've had a life, and he sort of pushes his he's sitting in a, an old wooden chair outside of the shop and he he pushes himself up onto his feet once he sees you coming and cocks his head and says i imagine you are the folks who took the the contract and you must be Bacchus. yes it uh, i'd say it's nice to meet you but it is uh, in fact not at all Fair and enough. he extends a hand and, and shakes your guys hands i wish it was on better circumstances I wish it wasn't any circumstances, to be honest. But um, let's not speak in what could be or what we wish, because that is irrelevant. There have been two murders. And look, Sirth is a rough place. We know it, you know it. But murder's a bit much, even for Sirth. And especially for the, the people that they're killing, it makes no sense. These aren't people who really owe money. They're not people who are involved in, in the gangs. It... It seems completely arbitrary and random that these people are being killed or targeted. So we would like you to look into it. And if you can't find out who's doing it, at least find out why they're doing it so that we can start putting some preventative measures on people who in, in our community that are at risk. We'll, we'll do our best. Who who are the ones that were murdered? Uh, the first one, his name is Slack. And the other one is named Bragg. They, as far as we know, have no relation to one another. As far as we know, they don't run in the same circles. Uh, no criminal ties. Again, as far as we know, they are just kind of one owned a convenience store and the other one did a had a mechanic shop. Same age? Yeah, yeah, roughly, I guess. Were they killed like broad daylight at night? We found them at night. Or sorry, the next day. So we assume it was it was at night. But I mean, like, it's... I don't know if you noticed, always night here. So, fair. the job said executed. Were they yeah. killed in a particular way? Throat slit and a wound in, or shot in the back. Quick question. Uh, does that feel familiar to me, Dane? 100%. <laughs> Fuck me. You know that is a pretty common, like, fur assassin means of, of killing people, usually shooting people in the back as they ran and then throat slit. To finish the job. Uh, Cody like shakes his head and he's like, so we're dealing with cowards. We'll find them. Uh, I'm look, you seem bright eyed, bushy tailed. You're pretty young. Um, the idea of cowards in Sirth means nothing. There are people who are killed and there are people who don't get killed. So if you have to stab someone in the back in order to make it to your next meal, you're not being a coward. You're being smart. So I really, really need to emphasize that these kind of moral judgments aren't going to get you anywhere here. I'm not being an asshole. I'm saying this for your own information and knowledge so that you can put an end to this. 
We need to see their stuff. Uh, sorry, the the victims. Yes, their possessions. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can I can take you. I mean, like we don't really have like a, a you know a law enforcement here, um, but I can bring you to the the store and the mechanic shop if that helps. Yes, I, I need to go through their things. And you hear someone coming, like running up behind, and you hear Bacchus, Bacchus, it happened again. And Bacchus looks down at the ground, and you see him like clench his fists, and he looks at the three of you, and he says, "Well, if you want to investigate a crime scene, it would appear that we have a fresh one for you." Let's go. Yes. And he looks at the the younger you, so he lead the way. And you guys, it's, you know, a, a couple twisting corners and a little tighter squeeze for everyone. But Durin uh, then is is really comfortable. But eventually you guys get out into a uh, a small like makeshift playground. There's like a couple like sheet metals that have been turned into a slide. There's a couple of like tire swings, very, very low fi and very, very, you know, used with improvised. It seems to be like some sort of like kids playground. And in the middle of it is a Yosoki face down in a pool of blood. Are they a kid? It's tough to tell, but they're not like, a ch- no, they're not young. Okay. Like it doesn't look like a child, but it's, it's Yosoki's all kind of like, like the same size once they hit like puberty. So it's hard to tell, like you'd have to get a little closer and maybe like turn them over. After Merrick looks at Durin and says, because after like what Merrick saw him do to Eska, he has an idea. And he's not trying to be like on the nose with it, but he looks at him and says, Duran, you've been around for a while. Just take us through what you think may have happened here. I need to confirm something first. I'm sure like Maris picked up that like Duran like thinks you can like you can already tell Duran's on some type of thought process. And he's yes. like, I'm just going to search the uh, just going to search the new body. Yeah. As you turn the body over to start giving it a once-over. Merrick and Cody, you get sort of a, a chill that runs across your skin. And Durin, probably more so than the other two, because it looks like you're looking in a mirror. Because this Yosoki looks very, very similar to you. Down to the milky eye, down to the scars under the fur, down to the same fur pattern. It looks like someone has killed you. 